Welcome to the His Call Technology Podcast, where we are communicating tomorrow's business needs today. From just outside Nashville, Tennessee, join His Call as we discuss all things telephony, data, and infrastructure related to business leaders. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the His Call Technology Podcast. This is Chuck, and I'll be your host. We're recording today from the top floor of His Call's corporate office, and we're excited this year to utilize the podcast as a new communications medium where we'll share the latest in technology trends, news, and use cases. In the fast-paced world we operate today, the technology changes so rapidly it can be challenging to keep up and feel confident you're making the best decision at the right time when selecting new technologies for your business. His call has a regular rotation of vendor partners visiting our office to provide us updates and training, and we want to leverage these opportunities to also bring you new information in hopes it will help you make business decisions. I first met today's guest in, in the 90s. Gary Luffman is president and CEO of His Call. He and his wife Sarah started His Call in 1996. Good morning, Gary. Hello, Chuck. How are you today, sir? I am doing well today. Thank you for being here. Well, thank you for having me. I'm glad to be doing this. You know, we've done a lot of things over the years. We've done all kinds of marketing, uh, a lot of videos and uh, interviews. Uh, you mentioned our, our vendors. We've done a lot of those, but this is our first podcast, and I'm excited about this. I mentioned how fast things change today. Since 1996, you've seen lots of changes, and the company has evolved and grown to bring additional technologies over the years. Um, describe the different technologies and service His Call provides today. I tell you, Chuck, excellent customer service. That is what we're about here at His Call, as you well know. And uh, I'm so grateful that you're here and so many other wonderful folks are. And we all have a common goal of taking care of the customer and providing not only good customer service, but a great customer experience. Well, in the world of technology that we have today, you, you know, you can get technology piece parts all over the place. Just go look at Google or catalogs and whatever. You can find things, but it, it's it's the having the expertise of putting it together the right way, making it in the real business environment work for everyone, and then what happens in the middle of the night, weekends, holidays, when something fails. So that is really what, what we're about, of course, at His Call. And yes, we have seen so many things change over the years, but that's the one thing that stays constant because even the more technology happens, the more complex it can be, and therefore I think the more the service element that we provide is. Now, as far as products are concerned, we started, as you know, doing telephone systems. Well, then fastly, quickly after that, we got into doing cable and fiber and became a Bixie certified training center and had our own training uh, certified instructor, which has been a phenomenal thing. We also train our competitors because we, if, if everybody's doing this business the right way, then that provides better service for everybody out there. I just never knew that we would be, this is like 23 years into this, that, that we would be doing what we're doing today, but everything that we focus on still uh, is, I guess I could say that about half of our business now 
is telephony and half of it's not. And the other half does constitute from access control, video surveillance cameras, um, uh, digital signs, we're doing a lot of digital signs now. Things have changed since 96. Uh, the world is not as safe as it used to be, so that opened the doors for a lot of concern, but also for a lot of opportunity. So I've got something today I'd like to mention to you, to our listeners, for the first podcast that really got me excited. So whenever you want to let me loose, I'm ready to go. Well, I, I know I know you you want to talk about facial recognition today, and that's a not a necessarily a new technology. It's something that that has been around. It's been used. Facebook uses it to to recognize contacts that you, to, to suggest that you might tag some of these other applications. I the iPhone uses it to group uh, pictures uh, by facial recognition. But but it is sort of new and front front and center today in the news and creates a lot of controversy. Uh, there's people that sit on either side of it. Tell me what, what, what you'd like to say about facial recognition. All right, I'm ready. There's a lot of things I'd like to talk about. We don't have time, of course, in this podcast, and, and uh, I hope I get to come back and visit you again and do some more because there's so many things that are happening even this year that's just exploding. People see facial recognition, like you said, um, it, it's on Facebook. You've got you've got Google apps. You've got uh, your your just your cell phone. You can unlock your cell phone with facial recognition. But putting it into the business environment is another piece that is not all there. And the government is using it quite a bit, as, as people know, um, at airports. Uh, we've heard overseas where there's so many there, countries are using it, and unfortunately, it's like any other wonderful piece of technology. It can be used for wrong. It can be used for right. Some of our uh, countries overseas are taking this to hurt the public, as, as the news articles say, uh, such as in China maybe. Here in the United States, I think the United States government is using it for good for helping access uh, people access through the airports quicker through TSA that's been announced recently also there was an event and I believe it was at O'Hare uh, back just oh within the last six months that some bad guy was caught uh, and the facial recognition helped the police capture that person and guess whose product it was NEC and that's the brand that we deal with and that's what we've got and that's what we want to talk about today was the facial recognition for businesses that NEC has developed NEC has emerged as a a, lead, a leader in facial recognition technology, proven through uh, benchmark testing through the United States National Institute of Standards and Technology, uh, and we have implemented their product. What difference has the uh, NeoFace solution made, and how have we implemented it here at HisCall? Well, here, and we've had this in progress now for the last, uh, what, three months, I guess, uh, that we, maybe four? Maybe four, yeah. Uh, and we're, we're, we're stretching it to its limits to see what all it can do. So, so folks, what we're doing right now is that we, the, the way facial recognition works, let's start with that. You, you've got to have a database of photos. The government has that through passports. When you go to an airport and you find yourself at some of the newer airports uh, with this advanced technology, it can help speed you through TSA and check-in. That's great. But in a business, how does it help you? Well, we don't have access to everybody's passport or driver's license and pictures. But what we do is we start out in a business such as ours. We have, uh, we have our badges, our employee badges. So that database gets built there. 
Now, you mentioned in the beginning of talking, Chuck, that we have the vendors that come in to see us. So now we're in the process that when they come to visit us, we're getting their pictures, and we put them into the database. And when we have our guests come in, our, our customers, we are asking them politely, hey, would you like to have your picture made and be in our database? Now, you're probably thinking, okay, folks, why aren't we doing this database? Well, here's how it works. With a neofacial recognition from NEC, Yes, we could greet people when they come in. There's a sign there that says um, uh, we have two monitors up front. One of them captures the person immediately, shows the percentage of accuracy, uh, which is hardly ever fails. And then it will go to the, another screen populate says, welcome to his call. Well, that's cool, and that's kind of whiz-bang. But now once you've got that in there, then we can take that photo and do other things with it. We can take it and integrate it with our access control system so that the vendors next time they come that's in the database, they can come into a door and it can unlock the door and they don't have to wait on somebody because uh, we don't always have somebody at the front desk. Uh, we don't have that many outside visitors come, but when we do have a, we know that people are going to be here for a while, then we will have somebody. The other things is uh, how do we get the picture there? Well, rather than having a camera set up and go through in the, the rigmarole, if you will, to have that done, there's another application NEC's got. And that application is using one of their phones with a camera on it. It's called the UTA dating. The guest comes in, looks at the picture. Uh, the app is already up, takes the picture, uh, lets you see, approve the picture. Then it says, okay, who are you here to see today? Well, you put, you put in your, the, the person puts in the first name, last name, their company, and who they want to see. When that enters and just another couple of keystrokes on the screen, a badge will pop out of a printer. Uh, the guest can put that on uh, if he or she wishes to, but we're notified right then. Now, that application tied to the neofacial is called Front Desk Assistant. But it's a good, easy, fast way to get pictures done and at the same time have another application so that we're notified that we have a guest up front. Well, it better controls your check-in, check-out of visitors as they oh, arrive. Yes. So It does. And the way we've set the application right now is when someone leaves, they can check out. But if they don't check out, it's not a big deal because by morning it's going to clear those out and, and allow them to come back the next time and, and uh, come in because the, the system, the way we set it, knows it's on a daily basis, which is most companies operate that way even if they've got a, a person there that does this, they're just there for the day. Having all this tied together, though, I mentioned uh, the ability to walk up to a door, a camera, see the person, unlock the door. Well, think about how nice that is, especially where your hands are full, you don't have to knock on the door and have somebody help you uh, open the door maybe or, or reach for your badge and like I said, visitors come in and and the ones that we know, hey, these are good people and they're safe and they know the lay of our building already, welcome, come on in, make yourself at home. Those are, it saves so much time. You don't have to interrupt somebody that's got to then turn around and call somebody to say, hey, your guest is here. That being able to just a few strokes on the on the tablet there done it yourself and your guest, your, the per person you're here to see knows and everybody's comfortable. I can envision a scenario, Gary, where an employee arrives and the facial recognition software recognizes the employee, opens, uh, unlocks the door for them, and also knows where their office is located 
my, and goes ahead and unlocks the office to their door so that it's ready when they get there. And maybe while they're away from the office, you turn off network ports and change settings on the, the heating and air conditioning for their office to save okay. money there. And when, you know, you, so you integrate with multiple systems. When the employee arrives, all the systems know that employee's there and they need to adjust things and get everything prepared um, where it might save money, save energy, and all of those kind of things. Oh, Lots absolutely. of potential there. It can. There's all sorts of potential. Once once you get across uh, that, that hurdle of, of the first piece and you've got the information, then yes, you can integrate this into all types of systems. It is possible you could tied into your burger alarm system you could tie this into like you said to your network ports to uh, unlock doors to turn on lighting uh, whatever the person may need that i can tell you uh, some of our listeners may say well now that's really far-fetched well yes it is but it is possible it is very possible now what could be done in a business setting today that people might find extremely useful Let's take uh, go back to what our comments were earlier about the world is not a safer place, uh, and that's why all this has come around. Think about it. If banks, let's say that the public is notified that, that there's a bank robber, and here's the picture. Somebody could take that photo, put it into that database. That system, that neofacial recognition, could be notified that if this person starts to walk into your front door, you are alerted, bad guy coming in. Now, once that alert happens, it could happen through an email. It could happen through all sorts of different ways. You could even set off sirens if you wanted to. But it could, in reverse, lock a door that was made to be open normally, like, like a bank setting, say, right. say like in a bank. Uh, branch banks, main office, what have you, maybe they don't have a, a guards there like they used to. This could help alleviate a problem, notify them that there's a potential threat in the parking lot, and then turn around and even lock the door or set off a siren or whatever be the case. When we implemented the uh, facial recognition, did it integrate with our existing systems, or did we have to purchase special cameras, and you know, was it real difficult you to know, do? That's a, thank you for asking. That's a very good question. In our case, we sell for different manufacturers. We're only talking about the NEC platform today, but the NEC Corporation uses certain cameras that they've approved. Well, one of the, uh, we have different manufacturers for security cameras that we like better. So we just contacted NEC and said, look, this is an IP camera. Uh, we would prefer to use this because this is our system here. And the engineers were very gracious, said that's not a problem, send us the specs, we'll check it out. And they came back shortly thereafter and checked it all out and said it meets all the requirements, you are approved, it's good to go. That is wonderful, folks, because too many times the architecture is closed so tightly that a manufacturer doesn't let another one do that. Now, NEC is very gracious about it, and they don't mind whose camera is using it as long as it is compatible to the device. And it's not a, you don't have to buy some, you mentioned, I think you mentioned that it had to be, it has to be an IP, IP camera. IP camera, uh, it does. Um, but it doesn't have to be some real sophisticated oh, no. No. Uh, camera in order to accomplish this. It's the, no, not at all. There's just a, a few little requirements, but they're, they're, most of them are standard type requirements. That's not going to be a problem for most any brand out there. It really won't. So that, that's, uh, that's how easy it is and it, it, to make that happen. Yeah, and I'm not going to say it was a, 
it was a one-day thing. I think it went across about two or three days. Uh, they did some testing, came back, and said, no, you're approved. That's not a problem. So so if, some, if a customer already has uh, security cameras that we've installed or someone else has installed, uh, but the worst case scenario, let's let's go this far, Chuck. Let's say that we're somebody listening to this podcast right now says, "Well, I've got analog cameras. Uh, uh, we do a lot of analog cameras, a lot of HD analog cameras. That is fine. Uh, there's converters that can be put in place to make that happen, or we simply put up the IP camera that is an approved model and then tie it in. That's easy." That is not so. In other words, the camera system in the building does not have to be changed. There are certain limitations. Uh, I mean, it's virtually limitless. But I say, uh, but money is a factor about how many cameras can go on what system. The bottom line is, we try to make it all seamless to the end user. You also mentioned uh, the UT880, and I want to take a chance just to talk about that a little bit sure. for those who may not know what it is. It, it's an Android device. It's an NEC phone, but it's an Android device that's built into uh, the case. Now, would would a, are, are you required to no. use the UT880 or? That's a good question. Uh, uh, any way you can get the photo in there is fine. So digital cameras, what have you. If you've got a tablet up there, you don't want anybody to have no need of a phone at all. That's fine. You can just use a Droid tablet. But yes, as long as you've got a digital image of the person. And that's just a clean, easy way, the way we did it, to make it happen. But, no, you would not have to have all their equipment. You just have to have that. I'll give you an example. Let's say that uh, one of the college campuses that I've talked to recently, they've got, they do out uh, after hours, nights, uh, uh, students, you know, they, they come in, and there's two colleges that use this uh, building here in Dixon. They're very interested in this because they have, Again, because the world is not a safer place anymore, uh, they have to have a security guard, and it's usually a, an off-duty police officer. That officer is armed, uh, but that officer is one officer and cannot be in the whole building. During the day, it's not a big problem because there's a lot of people in the building, but at night, when the people come in to do night studies, you don't have the rest of the faculty there. You've got the, the instructor, the teacher, professors, whomever, and you have the security officer, and that's it. So the other officers are closed. The duty of that person, that officer, is to, for safety and security, that officer also today has to uh, open the door for the students coming in at night because they locked the building down. So how, what happens when the officer is called away? The students have to hold on, or typically the officer does not go until he knows everybody that's supposed to be there at that time is in the building. With this application, a camera can be put right there through the glass, looks to see the person walking up to the door, and the university has all the pictures in there that they need anyway because they've got student IDs. So they download the student ID pictures with the information into the system, uh, the neofacial recognition system. So now when they come up, they go to open the door. By the time they put their hand to the door to open it, 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 it their facial recognition is seen. It sends a message to the access control system, says unlock this door. There's a time and date stamp and a photo. So if this, if something, God forbid, did happen, you've got all that data right there. And then that allows the officer to be able to not have to be there every moment and allows the students easier and faster access to it makes good sense. And uh, Gary, we're out of time today. Uh, thank you for making 
time for this conversation and sharing your excitement about facial recognition and describing how his call has implemented NEC's NeoFace Watch and Front Desk Assistant at our office. And thanks to everyone listening uh, to the His Call Technology Podcast. We're going to have it available at His Call's website, as well as Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. We hope you will subscribe and share with your friends and coworkers. Then tune in for the next episode. We'll continue to bring you exciting content related to business technologies. Gary, any final Joe, thoughts? Thank you. I've got one more thing real quick before we uh, drop off. I've got several other topics. I know other people here have some, too. Some of our vendors want to come in and talk with you about some things. One of the things I'd like to discuss in the near future, it's on everybody's mind, uh, is going to be cloud services. That would be a great conversation. And we're going to be rolling out cloud services very soon, and I'd be very excited to uh, talk with people about that. That'll make an excellent episode. Check back. Uh, we'll have that available in the near future. As we close out today, we will leave you with these words. Don't be afraid, only believe. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the His Call Technology Podcast. Subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date with today's business communication trends. To learn more about His Call solutions for your business needs or to listen to previous podcasts, visit us at our website, hiscall.com.